Hey, this is Gengar Greasy, and you're listening to the Poke Tower Podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 144 of the Poke Tower Podcast. This is our second or third to last episode before we stop doing the weekly podcast. So make sure. You click the link down below, join our Discord if you want to stay up to date with the stuff that I'm doing and the stuff that I will continue to share on the Discord. Um, same stuff you see here, it'll just be on Discord. All right, uh, what else? Three-year anniversary for the podcast is coming up. I believe it's like the beginning of September, so we'll do something big for that. Um, and yeah, it's just kind of, I'm just kind of planning things out right now. I'm a little behind, but... uh. Yeah, we got about two and a half, probably like two and a half weeks before we figure something out. Um, that's on the way. We're talking about Obsidian Flames today, some of my top picks. I think most people know what to look for. It's a pretty small set, but um, we're talking about Obsidian Flames. We're talking about uh, Critical Blow, the new set for Dragon Ball that's going to be dropping next month. Uh, Secret Rare got dropped. Um, Gabumon, Digimon. Some of the top movers in the NFL over the last two weeks, so beginning of August. Uh, we got a Ronin TMNT game uh, coming out. Very excited about that. And then we have Gengar's Grabs. So here we go. Let's get this party started. We're doing the Battle Royale first this week. Here we go. All right. We got some new sets on the Battle Royale this week. Coming in at number one, we're going to go with Obsidian Flames. Now, I know this set's brand new. It's just, it's, it is the most exciting thing out this week. That's why it gets the number one spot. Now, I'm actually not impressed with the set too much. I do like some of the card selections, but overall, it's a pretty small set. It makes you feel like there's not as much as the other two sets. Case prices are opening at $619. Box prices are at $109. Top four cards in the set come out to 156. That's right. You can buy those three Charizards and then the fourth best rare card in the set for 156 bucks right now. So you, you could buy a box for 110, or you could just get all the Charizards and a little more for 156. There are only five cards in the set that break the $15 price point. Now, what I've been noticing with the Scarlet and Violet era is that some of these illustrator rares, right? The 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 lowest rarity that we have, the illustrator, that light just died right behind me. The illustrator rares, uh, those, those kind of spike, like specific ones will spike two weeks in. It's pretty crazy. It's a pretty crazy thing to watch. Uh, so you, you always have to pay attention to like what's, what's $4 right now. And next week something happens and it's 25 bucks. It ha it's happened in the last two sets. Um, a good example of this would be, uh, let's see. Um, on Paldea Evolved, what did we have? <clears throat> we had, uh, oh my gosh, like that Tinka Tough or Tinka Ton. That one was like not, it was less than $10 and then it shot up above $15. And I think that's like the fourth or fifth most expensive card in the set. It's like 17 bucks or something like that. Um, Scarlet Violet Base, I can't even think back that far. Uh, 
But my point is like, you'll see, you'll see a f one or two illustrator rares will do it. Um, and then that'll be that. But I'm not buying any obsidian flames just yet. I'm actually waiting. I'll probably wait a couple weeks. Just like, you know, I've been advising you guys to wait a couple weeks. Uh, and then I might get a case and rip through it, you know, hopefully do some Charizard hunting. That'll be fun. And then, uh, we'll be done with that set. Um, but it's number one this week cause it's fresh. It's new. I do like this. I like the special illustrator rare Charizard. I do not like the dark terraform Charizard. I think it, that is just so bad, but I do like this one on the left here is nice. And it actually does look good. Like in hand, I've, I've seen it on video now. Um, it looks pretty good. So solid card. It's only like 90 bucks right now. Easy play. I think everyone knows that's an easy play as far as like grading and like what collectors are going to look for. But there are a couple others we're going to talk about today. You know, you guys will probably uh, like to see. Here we go. Number two this week, going with Digimon versus Royal Knights. Um, I would put this at number one, but Pokemon being having a fresh set out, it's not going to be, be number one this week. But the case price is right $6.92, which is just a small drop from last week. The box prices went up another dollar, so they were like 60. They were that first week they were like 50 something, then it went to like 65, and then it's like 68. Now it's 70. So it's gone up a couple times over the past few weeks. And also the alternate art Royal Knights cards, those are some of those are starting to gain a lot of value. So like you have Alpha Mon and Omnimon up in the 60s. Um, you have like Magna Anja's up there by like not Magna Anja, uh, Magnamon. He's like up in the 50-ish range, like. There's a handful of them that have broke over 20 bucks. There's still a couple under 20 bucks, but um, collectively as like a set of those Royal Knights, like all tarts, they're doing pretty well. Top five card, top four cards in the set come out to 505. Uh, just a small drop from last week, it's a couple dollars. And there are still 21 cards in the set that break that $15 price point. 21 cards. Like that's pretty cool. So if you open a box, you're going to get something. You're probably going to get something at least worth 15 bucks. Just one card. And then who knows what else you get. Number three, going with Dragon Ball Super Wild Resurgence. That God Rare has dropped down to $1,350. There's one on TCG Player right now. I'm sure it has its flaws or the guy's just trying to get rid of it. Um, but, you know, $1,300. That is, that is really low, especially for like a Goku. You know, I expected to see the Bardock drop to like the 12s and stuff. But uh, for Goku, that's interesting. And I just think, I think, I think people don't appreciate the artwork. I think that's what it is. Um, everything else, I mean, look at that. The top four cards in the set come out to 1500 just a week ago. You could buy that God rare for 1500 flat. Now you can get top four cards for that same price. Only four cards in the set. Those are all secret rares. So that's what, you know, leaves a lot to be desired there. And the last set this week is actually a new set for Yu-Gi-Oh! Legendary Duelist, um, Soul Burning Volcano. I believe that's what it's called. This is just a, a Legendary Duelist set. So the Legendary Duelist set, besides the, uh, what's it called? Wrath of Raw or Rage of Raw, whatever it was. Besides that one, um, Legendary Duelist sets are, you know, usually full of reprints. And they're, they're just, they're full of cards for people to help play. Um, so you're not going to get massive premiums out of these. What's cool about these Legendary Duelist sets is that they usually throw in like a cheap, Got a ghost rare. So you have the Salomon Great um, Summoning Wolf, I believe that's what it's called, or a Sun Sun Sunlight Wolf. I I forget the name, but it's a ghost rare at fifty eight bucks. 
And then uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, you get a box for $37. We saw this with um, Synchro Storm, and then we saw it with uh, the Legendary Fisherman. I forgot the name of that one. Um, top four cards in the set is 83 bucks. It's really, it's not like a collector set, unless you want a cheap God Rare or a Ghost Rare. If you want to get a cheap Ghost Rare, you can go and get this, uh, this Salomon Great Wolf here. It looks cool, don't get me wrong, but it's just a lower-end Ghost Rare. It's not like it's going to be the next big thing. Um, but, you know, it's a new set. We had to share it. And uh, if you got 40 bucks, you can go get yourself a box. All right. That's it for the Battle Royale this week. Moving on to Pokemon. Here we go. Wrong sample. There we go. Pokemon. Who's that Pokemon? <laughs> oh, man. All right. Pokemon this week. We're going to be talking about some of my picks for Obsidian Flames. And again, it's still week one. So this is like, this is a very tough time to, for decision making because like I was talking about in the Battle Royale, some of these illustrator rares are extremely cheap right now. And next week they could triple in price, which is still, I mean, it's not terrible, right? You're talking about if a card's five bucks, it goes to 15. That's not a big deal, but you would definitely feel like, damn, I missed out. So I'm sharing some of my top picks. I don't, this is the toughest time to, to make a pick because they could just be cheap because people haven't found that, you know, there's something people aren't respecting the value or rarity or of a card or the demand of a specific card. We don't really know until the market settles in, but sometimes, sometimes you're right. Sometimes you're wrong. So it's always just, it's a huge speculative play when, when things are in the beginning, I haven't bought anything myself, but this is what I'm looking at. We've got Ninetales, Pidgeot, and Scizor. Now, uh, these are all, um, illustrator rares. And they look awesome, right? So, and you know, it's funny is that these are all classic characters. They're all older characters. So Ninetales, that's at 12 bucks right now. Uh, it's a lot of people's favorite right now. You got the Pidgeot, which is actually the most expensive Illustrator Rare right now. There's a Pidgey in here too. There's a Pidgey card in here that I kind of like more, but I think Pidgeot would be the overall the better uh, pick. Um, that is 16 bucks right now. Then you have Scizor at $5.50. I think that one, I think that, this is great. Like if you can if you can find these cards for for five bucks and grade them for fifteen bucks with PSA, you're gonna do well as long as you grade tens. Um, and that's where the hard work comes in of you actually inspecting these cards, making sure that happens. Um, but th these are great cards. The Pidgeot's probably my least favorite. I gotta see it. I need to see an actual picture of it, not just like a scan like that. Uh, but the Scizor looks dope. The Nine Tails looks dope. Moving on, here's some other ones. Now these are this one's pretty obvious. You got the Charmander promo. I just found out today that if you buy the, uh, what's it called? The uh, Pokemon Center Elite Trainer Box, you get a Charmander promo that also has the Pokemon Center stamp on it down here. I didn't know that. Josh showed me that in the Discord, so that's pretty cool. Um, he's just six bucks. You can get the regular one for six bucks right now. Uh, I think that's a solid card. I think that's just, you know, it's a given. It's going to be saturated. A ton of people are going to try to sell this thing. A ton of people are going to try to grade it, but if what we've learned anything from Pokemon, that really doesn't matter at this point. As long as you get a good grade, you're going to be fine. Um, Absol EX. Now, this is the standard full arts. I know that these are dying and going away, but I think Absol is actually like a fan favorite. There's actually a market for him. It's just $1.60 right now. So if you can find this full art in PSA 10 condition, um, you're 16 bucks in, right? Like you buy the card for a buck, you get a grade for 15 bucks, you're $16 in, like even a PSA 10 at like 40 bucks. That's like, that's a good chunk of change. Um, Houndour, this is a really cool one. And this one, I didn't even, 
because it's kind of like gray and it doesn't have a lot of color to it, I actually passed this one over when I was scrolling through the set. Uh, but yeah, it's a Houndour at $3.70. Illustrator Rare, again, and I think it's a solid card. Um, there's a couple other that didn't make it on this list. I'm going to keep watching them, um, but this is my immediate list. Uh, got to get got to get some Charmanders. I'm probably going to go for the Pokemon Center stamps. It's just a another tier above a regular version of this card. Uh, I like the Houndour a lot. And Scizor and then Ninetales. I think nine I think Scizor's pretty cheap right now. I think I can wait on this Ninetales. I don't see it just holding twelve bucks for no reason. Um I think this Charmander could go up in value. I think people are just dumping it right now. I think this Charmander could be like twelve bucks. Um Houndour, three ish dollars. That's about right. And I think that's cheap. I think you could go buy four copies for fifteen bucks right now. And uh and do pretty darn well. So that's what I'm looking at for Pokemon this week. And then hopefully we'll buy a case here within the next you know, couple weeks. And then uh, we'll open that up and see how that goes. All right. That's it for Pokemon this week. Moving on to some Dragon Ball. Here we go. Before... Before we get into Dragon Ball, there was actually one more slide. I forgot. We had three slides for Pokemon this week. Uh, it, it took the place of Yu-Gi-Oh. Before anyone starts talking like, you know, what, how do you know these Illustrator Rares are going to do well? Because you just look at the numbers, right? Now, some of these are special Illustrator Rares, but like down here, the Illustrator Rares, you got a Drowsy selling for $72. You have a Tyranitar selling for $255. You have the Lucario, which I shared on the show like three weeks ago, selling for 80 bucks in a PSA 10. So like, again, it's about what do these characters have in common? They're all first, second gen, right? Uh, Lucario is the newest one there. But again, I told you that he was a pseudo legendary. A lot of people like him. Like, these are solid, right? Even, even this Meowskarada special illustrator, you can get this card for like 18 bucks. And that just sold for $110, right? And remember when we were talking about the, the Mirrodon and the Coridon? I told you guys about this. When they were like $15. I'm telling you, I was like, that's stupid cheap for something that's like a case hit. 15 bucks. Look at them. They sell for 75 75 That was my point. It's like, you know, why are you so high on these Illustrator Rares? Because I'm looking at the numbers and I'm looking at the math. And it just makes sense. The only variable is that you have to grade a card very well. You can do that. Not impossible. It just puts the responsibility on you. Um, easy. I really, I really like the idea of these Illustrator. It makes like, it makes Pokemon affordable, but still can be profitable for those who grade, right? So it's, it's a very happy middle ground. Like you're not going to see $500 cards anymore, but you will see this. This will be like the new norm, and I think it's cool. All right. That's it for Pokemon. Now let's talk about Dragon Ball. This week for Dragon Ball, we're talking about uh, a new secret rare that was that was released uh, for Critical Blow. It's a Gohan Bursting Rage. It's Super Saiyan 2, Teen Gohan. A lot of people like this card. I'm not a huge fan of Super Saiyan 2, Teen Gohan. I just don't. Like, get over it, guys. Get over it. It's a new time. We are now in the Dragon Ball Super era. Gohan's older. Get over it. Stop trying to relive it. But anyways, it's an epic card. So let's take a look at this article here from... Just clicked an ad from Bleeding Cool. Dragon Ball Super reveals critical blow Gohan secret rare. 
This was uh, dropped. This was uh, this is actually dropped like a few weeks ago. Um, Bandai has revealed the name of the next Dragon Ball Super set. Uh, this set does include a God Rare, which makes as of yet revealed. Okay, the fourth God Rare in the hobby. <clears throat> Didn't we already cover this? I feel like we already covered this. It they put the same stuff out over and over and over. This is what I wanted to talk about though. There was something very interesting that they put in this article. Hold on. Um, so you got the Gohan. Let's pull this up. See if you guys can actually see it. Gosh dang, all these ads. Look at that. So the texture's out of control on this thing. I mean, look at I really like this. You guys see that? How in the gold it has texture? Usually this is like a flat gold, kind of like this on the left side here. On the left side, this is usually like just flat. And there's lots of like issues you can see in that sometimes. Like there'll be like scratches and it just gets messed up really easily. Uh, but this this look right here, textured gold looks really nice. But there was something they said here in the article. Here we go. Bursting Rage. It's the first secret rare to be shown in the set, and it's quite a banger. This is likely going to be the source of the God Rare. Since the secret rare shows Super Saiyan 2 Gohan, and there's also a superhero-themed section of this set, my prediction is that the God Rare will feature the new form of Gohan that pays homage to this transformation, Gohan Beast. Super Saiyan 2 Gohan is one of the most iconic transformations not only in Dragon Ball history, but in anime overall. I'm thrilled to see this form get such an iconic secret rare that does this epic transformation from the Cell Games justice. What do you guys think? You think they're going to throw something? It could. I mean, I'm trying to look. What's behind here? It's got some red in the background. Bursting Rage. You know, they could make a Bursting Rage God Rare, I guess. It would make sense. I... This is what I'm, this is how I think of it. Like, with, because they kind of did this to us with Dawn of the Z. With Dawn of the Z, you got that Goku um, secret rare. Um, and I thought it was good. And I was like, oh, that's, that's a nice secret rare. And then they gave us Bardock as the god rare. You can't put out a card this, like, this is going to be, this is going to be big. Like, a lot of people, I don't like this card, but a lot of people will like it. A lot, a lot of people will like this era of Dragon Ball. Um, but you can't put a card like this awesome out and then make your God Rare like lackluster. That, you have to one-up it. You have to. Like, you can't do Dawn of the Z where you had a really cool Goku secret rare and then you went with Bardock as a God Rare. I just don't, that doesn't work. Um, so I'm hoping, they, I'm hoping they go for Gohan Beast. Like, that would be something I would legitimately be interested in. Um, but, you know, that, this set doesn't come out until early uh, September. We'll keep looking as this stuff drops. I feel like we already... Did we already talk about this secret rare? I can't remember. It looks awesome, though. I mean, that's... This, is, this will probably be like 250 300 bucks. I bet. There's a print line right there. You can see it running. It's a... What do they call it? A foil line. Right through here. You can see one right there. <laughs> you can see one right here going across his hair. You kind of catch these things when you grade cards all the time. All right. That's it for the Dragon Ball news this week. We're talking about Digimon next and Gabumon. Here we go. For Digimon this week, we're talking about Gabumon. The last few weeks, we've been talking about like Greymons, Agumons, you know, um, Omnimons. And another part of that puzzle is Gabumon. And I do think a lot of people like Gabumon. One of the weird things about this, though, is like, with the Digimon card game, 
because it's because so many people play it competitively, you can't always trust the TCG player prices to translate to collectability. Gabumon is a great example of that. Uh, a lot of people use Gabumon to build their decks, and you see on TCG player, you're like, wow, the value's gone up on this. This might be a great card to grade. These kind of ebb and flow based on where the game's at and how people are using them. Now, Gabumon's been fairly playable, uh, and that's why you see his prices rise. I went over to eBay, and I was like, hmm, if these are the top cards here, and this is a this is an antibody, you know, uh, ex-antibody Gabumon. So, like, not a lot of you will have familiarity with that card is like in terms of collecting um this one in the middle i could see being a bigger deal because it's the original digi battle hyper coliseum look uh, and it's a nice card but it also it's also playable so like that's another thing um and then this gabumon promo here this is more the modern look but again it's not my favorite so i went over to ebay and i was like you know it's crazy. These have gone up. You know, this is 32 bucks for this alt art right here. $19 for this alt and then 14 for this one. And I was like, let's go to eBay and let's see what people are actually grading and, and buying here. And the sales are so few and far. There's actually not a lot of Gabumon sales on eBay. And they were different cards. Different cards. So this was one that we talked about a long time ago. Uh, the Gabumon alternate art from uh, 1.0. And that, that comes from like that dash pack, I believe. Um, and you get the, the Agumon that looks just like that too. I think this one's really good because it has the baby form, the rookie form, the egg form, the rookie form. Um, I think that's big, but I mean, look, it's sold for less than 50 bucks. And then this was another one we touched on. This is the uh, Memorial Collection. This sold, you know, for like 70 bucks, 70-ish. Um. But you don't see a lot of it. Like people, act, I don't think people are out collecting Gabumon too much. That's what. That's kind of the conclusion I came to. Because you go on eBay right now, it's not a lot. Like who's buying this one right here? Like I wouldn't buy it. It's just just a rare. People play with this card. Um, so I was like, wow, like there's a huge gap between Agumon collectors and Gabumon collectors, and then Digimon collectors in general. It just seems like most Digimon collectors are going after the Megas. They're going after the secrets and the alts uh, and like rookies and champion Digimon are like getting left in the dust. It's kind of an interesting thing that I haven't really figured out. But also this is good news because if you're a Gabumon collector, I think you can find a lot of stuff that's underpriced. Because this card right here is hard as hell to grade. This Gabumon alt, like that whole 1.0, 1.5 release was, they were just all beat up. I mean, because they got the black borders on the back. They had the white specks everywhere. You could barely touch the edge of that card with your finger and you, can, you could create a blemish. Um, so, like, I think if you can get a PSA 10 Gobumon for less than 50 bucks, like, if you're collecting this stuff, it's a great time to be a Gobumon guy um, because it hasn't really caught up to the popularity of Agumon, and I don't think it ever will. I think... I hate to make the comparison, but, like, even, like, when you look at... Blastoise to Charizard, there's a huge gap in popularity there. Even though a, lo a lot of people love Blastoise. But like when you actually look at the prices, there's a huge disconnect there um, in what people actually buy. And um, yeah, I mean, I, 
it was just interesting because I was like, you know, I'm going to look at some Gobblemon cards. And all the cards that I was interested in collecting, pretty much this one right here and then this one right here are the only ones that I was like, yeah, those are sweet. You know, I would totally get those. But he's not getting a lot of love. And when he does, it's for the players. So um, just an interesting observation that I made. There's really not much to take from this besides the fact that Gobblemon's actually cheap. And then the cards that are expensive are not the same ones that are going to be selling to collectors, right? So the more expensive cards are actually going to players. And then it seems like some of the lower end alts are going to the collectors. That is what I've taken away from that. All right. That's it for Digimon this week. Moving on to some sports. Here we go. For sports this week, we got, we got the NFL preseason going on right now. Um, season starts in a couple weeks. We're going to be talking about some of the top movers in terms of sale volume, sales volume over the last two weeks. So these are cards that have sold the most over the last two weeks. We're going to take a look at that right now. This is pretty interesting because, like, I'm not huge on wide receivers and running backs, but I do think that that market is, like, so small that if you do find the next, you know, big deal receiver or running back, like, you can make decent money in the hobby uh, because not a lot, everyone's collecting quarterbacks right now. Everyone's doing it. It's all about the quarterbacks. But here we go. Look at number one on the list this week. Number one on the list with 12. This is over the last 14 days, guys. So over the last two weeks since August 1st. Calvin Austin, the third rookie card. This is a 2022 Optic Hollow. 12 sales in uh, the last two weeks. Basically one sale a day. Coming in at number two. You have Tua at uh, the 2020 Select. Premier level silver. Wow. Nine sales in the last two weeks. So people are thinking that two is coming back, I guess. Um, this is crazy. That's great. Last sale was only 20 bucks. Wow. These are pretty cheap. At number three, you got Justin Fields rookie card. This is the 2021 Select Turbocharged. I'm not a huge fan of like these... Uh, rookie card inserts so like there's turbocharged there's like red hot rookies you know um there's all kind there's like i think like for basketball you have like the emergent rookies like i just don't like i like the regular like true rookie cards i don't really care for like the insert ones uh but justin fields has nine sales in the last two weeks last sale was at five bucks derrick henry rookie cards wow his 2016 uh, Prism Silver, nine sales in the last two weeks. CJ Stroud, 2023 score. Wow, score. Base card, 25 sales. What the heck? Selling at three bucks a pop. Devontae Adams, I think that's a good pick. This is his 2014 Prism Base. Now, this one's interesting because that 20, like, 2014, any of those years, really 2012, 2013, 2014, those years there was just less printing overall. So like you, you could actually get like these base cards and do well if you grade them and, and they get like 10s and stuff. Uh, Devonta Adams, rookie card, PSA 10. I'm sorry, base uh, prism here. It's, it's sold for four bucks. Like I wonder what that sells for in a 10. We could probably pull that up right now. Let's see. Oops, what are you grading? Uh, 
I wonder what that actually sells for. Devontae Adams. What card is that? It's a 2014 Prism Base. Okay. PSA 10. Let's see what we got. None available right now. Go here. Sold items. 100 bucks? Oh, wow. $100. Just that one sale, though. So they don't really move that much. 237 for an auto. 50 bucks for a 10 right there. That was in July. So look at the difference between July and August. Holy crap. 50 bucks versus 100. You doubled in a month. I don't think Jimmy G is going to do any help, but whatevs. All right. Okay. We got Trevor Lawrence. He's pretty low on that list. Uh, this is his 2021 Origins base. Origins is something that gets looked over a lot. Uh, that one sells for 15 bucks. Eight sales in the last uh, two weeks. Alvin Kamara rookie cards. Prism Silver. They sell for five bucks. You got eight of them in the last two weeks. You got Jalen Hurts there. Trevor Lawrence again. Devontae Adams. Brock Purdy. Rock pretty that there were eight sales. 50 bucks for the Optic Hollow. That's actually not bad. That's a PSA 9. Let's see what that is. Let's let's look up. That might be something you could actually buy. Rock Purdy Optic Hollow. Let's see what we got. They want 70. That's really high. Hmm. That's 50. Oh, wait, those are sold. Those are sold. Let's go. Let's, I want to see what's actually for sale right now. I'll buy some and then I'll sell it to Chris. Um, these aren't that bad. 40, 50 bucks. Like, that's not terrible at all. I hate to say it, guys, but you might want to invest. You might want to just buy some and hold them raw. You don't even need to grade these. Just hold them raw. There's no point in grading them. Look, the nines are going for 90 bucks. There's no point in grading that. Just buy them raw. Fifty-nine bucks. That's not bad at all. Let's see what a burrow. I know I don't want to compare him to burrow, but let let's see. Let's see what a raw one goes for. A burrow optic rollo hollow rollo RC. Let me see. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense to me. What they sell for? This is a no-brainer. You go get Brock Purdy for. 50 to 60 bucks, and then if you really think he's going to pop, you just wait for this. You don't need to grade it. I got to look into that. Chris is probably just, oh, he's probably having a heyday right now. But this just makes sense. If you really think Brock Purdy's going to get one good season out of the Niners, like a full season, you buy right now at 50 bucks, Optic Hollows. Buy, like, buy three of them for 150 Yeah. I like that. I'm glad we looked at that. Holy cow. We need to add. We're going to add Brock Purdy to the list here. Yeah. Yeah, we're doing that. There we go. Okay. And then you just keep going down here. You got Brett Favre. Wow. Justin Fields, T. Higgins. It's just going to keep going. So Jalen Hurts, a couple Mac Jones. I'm not a huge fan of Mosaic. I think Mosaic got destroyed, but. Okay. 
biggest takeaway, Brock Purdy's cheap. Brock Purdy's stupid cheap. And if you think that the Niners are going, maybe you don't think that Purdy's going to do well, but if you think the Niners are going somewhere this season, Purdy's name's going to be tied to that. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm going to go shopping today. Okay. Glad we looked at that. Glad we got to look at these numbers. I didn't even look at these earlier, and I didn't know that Brock Purdy was so cheap. He's down 13. He's down 20%. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's what we're good. Good job, Chris. Good job. All right. That's it for the sports this week. Let's talk about a new game I'm really excited about in the gaming corner. All right. Gaming corner this week. We're talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Last Ronin. Uh, just like three days ago, it was announced that they're going to be making a video game of The Last Ronin. Now, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, The Last Ronin was a comic that was made about the Ninja Turtles. It's made for a mature audience, so it's like rated R. You know, it's 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 real graphic, and uh, it is about like the, the final days of the Turtles. And it's a dark take on the Ninja Turtles, so... Uh, it's an epic story. I haven't read the actual comics, but I have read enough to know what happens and how things go down. Um, and I watch a lot of like, I'll watch like a lot of comic stuff on YouTube or, uh, you know, TikTok. So I pretty much know without even reading. Um, but they announced they're going to be making a game. And this game is going to be made in the style of God of War. So it's going to be brutal. Uh, let's go ahead and watch this quick video real quick. You guys see that? It's on at T-Mobile because new existing customers get the amazing iPhone 14 on us. And with Apple TV Plus included, you can catch all the hottest new shows. Get iPhone 14 and Apple TV Plus on. on us at T-Mobile. Check this out. Nickelodeon. This is crazy. We got here. So here's some pictures here. The last Ronin. Brutal. I was actually looking at the comics too. I was going on like looking at like CGC graded comics. Man, they're so expensive. Look at that. So taking a look at that, I think they had some sort of write up on. It. Here we go. The the hit 2020 comic book series Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is being adapted as a video game. And it's one that draws heavy inspiration from the God of War franchise and similar action games. Developer is going to be Black Forest Games. There's no release info on it yet. Uh, but it, it's going to be doing the last Ronin story. And that is, it's an epic story. And the reason I bring this up is because you might want to start saving your pennies to buy a few copies of this game. Especially if they make a special edition. Um, when you go on eBay and you look at like last Ronin. CGC, like, you know, 
people are collecting this at at various levels. So whether you buy the base video game or you buy like a special edition that they make, whatever the case may be, there's a market here. It's already been shown in the comics. Um, <clears throat> and this is just, I mean, this is, this is shelf material, guys. Like, look at this. That's awesome. Like, I really like the story. I also like the level of maturity and like darkness to this game or this story. This is, it's great. Like, if you're a Turtles fan, I mean, this is great. And you can see like, you know, people really like this stuff and people collect it too. It was, it was a, it's a great story to get behind. Um, and then you look at TMNT in general, it's a huge franchise. Um, so, and this, it's, it's such a dark, dark story, but it's dope though. Really cool. It reminds me of like Logan, you know, like, so you have X-Men, but then you have Wolverine, Logan, like his side of the story, all that type of stuff. It's, it's very much like that. Um, I love it. So this is definitely, and I don't even, I don't even, I'm not huge into the idea of grading modern video games, but I think that this one has so much story behind it. That's what I've been trying to tell you guys, like anything we collect, so much story and such a fan base behind it that's invested in this story that like, this is a modern video game that would be actually worth collecting. And it, and it had, the artwork that they do, like, I would love to see this on a game, you know, like that is sick. It's different, right? Like, it's a different feel. So that's why um, I'm looking at that. I, they don't have any release date, so it's going to be a while. But uh, this is something I'm, I'm heavily interested in. I, I will buy a few copies of this game. Um, and if they have a special collector's edition, that'll definitely be something that I want sitting on the shelf. It's just that's my style. That's what I'm into. Um, but there you guys go. This is coming from IGN. So hopefully there's more stuff on it here soon. I'd love to see more on it, but yeah, it's it's a crazy story. I actually just saw the new Turtles movie this last weekend, too. Uh, that is it for the gaming corner this week. Moving on to Gengar's Grabs, the last segment of the day. Here we go. All right. Last segment of the day. This is what you guys bought this week and shared in the Discord. Here we go. Number, I think we have four entries this week. We didn't even have five. Number four. We got two to mod with some Tiger's Tales. Uh, looks like upper deck um, cards of Tiger Woods. Those are pretty sweet. I, he actually posted a few things in the grabs tab. Um, this one kind of caught my eye because I do think Tiger Woods is like, like if you're a Tiger Woods collector, you know how expensive his market is. But like if you like Tiger Woods and you've never looked at the cards, you would probably be like, dang, there's, there's a lot of Tiger Woods stuff that's out there that's pretty cheap. So really it just comes down to what cards, who, what, when, where, why. Like you figure all that stuff. Uh, there's some stuff that's pretty cheap that, that I think will be big. Um, so that's cool. Number three this week, going with Jay Parks. He got a, uh, like a limited edition, like collector's display. Um, I believe he, what did he, I think he got this from his, uh, card store or some sort of event. Uh, but anyways, it's like a promo of, you know, multiple, uh, TCGs here. So you got one piece, you got Digimon, you got Dragon Ball, and then you have Battle Spirits. Uh, that's pretty dope. I thought it was in a like a hard plastic case. He said it was actually just like a wrapper. It's a plastic wrapper, and this is like cardboard. But at first, I was like, is that like acrylic? It looked like it. Um, but even it's, this is still cool. Like, I think this type of stuff should be put out way more often um, from card stores and like, you know, um, 
when anything's released. Like, you should definitely do stuff like that. It's pretty cool. Here's another cool idea. Imagine this. Um, you could you you could get really crazy, and you could even make like, let's say, a new set drop. Since like you want every secret rare, we'll go ahead and put it inside this case that you can't destroy. And if you do, you'll ruin the cards. But either way, we'll put it inside this case, and there you go. You can buy them all for like some sort of premium price. There you go, and that's how you satisfy collectors. It's like. Okay, I'll go buy that. I don't want to go buy a booster box. I'll leave that for the players. I'll go buy this. But I know it really it it gets rid of the chase aspect, which a lot of people like. But when you make something look cool like this in Premiere, it also makes it easier for those that are like, I'm just a collector. I need it now, and I want it now, and it's done. So it kind of gets rid of like the custom market stuff, and like you have official uh, collector like gear and pieces like that. All right, number two this week. Common meets with the Pokemon Center Elite Trainer Box for Obsidian Flames. This is where I found out that you can get the Charmander with the Pokemon Center stamp on it. I had no idea. But that's pretty cool. And then you also get a, an additional Charmander on top of that. Um, cool looking box. I'm glad that he opened it. Um, you just don't see people opening stuff these days. So that's always nice to see people opening stuff. And number one this week. This was an easy dub here. Uh, going back with two old Demod with a <laughs> freshly graded... Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, Curse of the Black Pearl. This is Game Boy Advance. He got a 9.6 A++. He bought this game raw, graded it himself. And I know that he's a huge Pirates uh, you know, collector. So that, that's actually really cool. And it's just unique. I love seeing people collect their own stuff. I don't like to see a lot of the same crap. You know what I mean? So like, that's something that you see in Pokemon. Go to a modern collector's house, and it's like they all have the Umbreon from Evolving Skies into PSA 10. They all have it. And I'm just like, can you show me something cool? You know what I mean? So, like, I see something like that, you know, it doesn't have to be the most expensive piece in the world, but it's a super high grade and something that's very unique. That, to me, is different, and it's just really cool to see. Like, you just, because you don't see stuff like that all the time. Um, so that, it's just unique. Unique, different, and it's cool. It deserved a number one spot this week. That is all. For episode 144 this week, make sure you guys like, share, subscribe. Join the Discord because we only have like two more episodes of this podcast every week. Uh, then we may be moving to a monthly format. So be ready for that. We also have the three-year anniversary of this podcast coming very soon. So let me know what you guys want to do. I'm open to ideas. And that's it. Thank you guys for watching. I'll see you guys next week for episode 145. Peace. Peace.